Yo dogs, it's Poppy. I'm JC. It's Lexi. And it's Morgan, and welcome back to the Station, Station by, by the, the Farm podcast. Wait. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I actually like that. So we're gonna keep moving. Um welcome back guys. It's been a minute. Um so we're gonna move right into the FFA update. Um some things that have passed FFA week. What are you doing? So FFA week has passed. You guys um, hopefully listened to our F- um, all about FFA um, episode that we did during National FFA week. We had a great time with the themes. The lock-in went really well. I know I was like really stressed about it, but it went really well. I was really proud of it. Um, Poppy got pied. Yeah, I did get pied. <laughs> This, this was, was a while ago. This, this was, was a minute ago. February. It was back in February. Granted, it's like April, but like a lot has happened since then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, banquet is over. I was yep. about to say banquet. Passed on banquet my presidency. Was a success. That was, was the best thing ever. Like I know I've told you guys this a million times, but I'm like so proud of our entire officer team because we. Did an amazing job. We had everything done. Like we didn't have to worry. Like I feel like that was a very stress yeah. free, fr- stress free banquet. Normally it's like like hectic. especially for like my first one. Well, um, there was some stress with the gift, but that's we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. <laughs> You're the only JC one cl- about looking it right at now. me like that. We're not <laughs> talking about it. There was a complication, but it all worked out, so it's fine. And Mr. Wright loved it. Mr. Wright, didn't you love your gift? It's right here. Yeah, um, I, yeah, so this was, this was the thing. From the beginning of the year, me and Elaine really wanted to get him this pair of tool leather hey dudes that, um, had like the owl symbol on it and they like, were said, so cool. Mr. Right. And they're really, really cool, but we struggled ordering them. So, and it was like a week before banquet. And I'm like, I have to, like, I don't want to be the ostrich team that doesn't get him anything and just been like, oh, it's on the way. Like, I don't want to do that. So I went out and got a frame, had one of my friends make, um, use her cricket to cricket something out for me. And it's a poem that says, so God made an ag teacher. And I printed out like a collage of photos. And I literally was wrapping it as banquet was starting. I like sprinted down here and we didn't even have the picture in it yet. And well, then I had everybody write on the back of it. it. Yeah, I had everybody yeah. write a little um, oh, blurb on the back no. of it. Mine was so sad. So, yeah, and he loves it. It's hanging up in the room. It looks amazing. I'm very proud of it. It looks great. I'm just really proud of Banquet in general. It was, like, it was so successful. I've been a part of three banquets now, and I would definitely <laughs> say that that was yeah. the best one. Yeah. That yeah. We've, I we've had. I've done them in all three different places. I've had one outside, one in a cafeteria. One in a cafeteria and the actual stage. Yeah. I think the auditorium is probably. Like, I think that was the best we, position. And we were yeah. very theatrical with it, like compared to what like State normal. Like we compared, compared it to, to a national yeah, like, event. Yeah. We like that. That was really cool. We like stood out in the crowd and said yeah. o- did opening ceremonies. It was really cool. And I don't want to take up too much more time. Do we? Too much time talking about banquet, but um, yeah, it was it happened. It was great. There were laughs. There was tears. There was there was an auction. There's a lot <laughs> there was of an food slapped, and it was busted. Yeah, it was great. So some events that are coming up. We have our 
third blood drive of the year. Woo! Farm on the lawn's coming up. State convention. Someone explain what Farm on the lawn is. Okay, somebody explain Farm on the lawn. I'm talking too much. Okay. Okay, are you going to do it? I don't care. Somebody do it. Lexi, you talk about state convention. Okay, that's fine. So, Farm on the lawn is basically um, the first and second, or is it first through third grade? It's pre-K through third. Oh. Well, the pre-K through third classes here at Brookville, um, they come through out um, to a soccer field right in the back of the school, and people bring their uh, farm animals and livestock like that, and we basically um, teach them about each animal, because we have stations out there. Yeah, we station them out. Yeah. And it's during the school day, so it's just... I think it's a really fun time. One of my favorite events of the year. Yeah. Um, I love listening to the questions they ask. I do, too. They're incredible. Like, some of them aren't even, like, actual questions. It's just like, do you like my haircut? I'm like, I love your haircut. They're, I'm so glad you have the confidence to ask that. Like, it's just... They're kids. They're It's fun. The animals enjoy it. So my, innocent. My two so goats... Cute. Like I, I have two goats that I bring, and they absolutely adore it. The one of them will be coming back this year with her daughter, who's just as peopley as her she mother. is the cutest. She, she, she is, is the sweetest. Soul. She is the cutest darn thing. Um, yeah, but I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to be a good time. Always is favorite event of the year. Yeah, Lexi. All right. So then after that, we have state convention coming up on the fourth and the fifth of May. And state convention is basically like a smaller national convention is kind of the best way to put it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's basically like a smaller national convention, but just for the state of Ohio. Obviously, it's state convention. So instead of everybody, it's just Ohio FFA gets together, has a great time. Um, we do some business, and we have a lot of tours and stuff that we go on. And this year is going to be interesting because we have a lot of people going up on the stage, getting recognized for books and other achievements. I'm bringing yeah. an air horn. Um, okay. Me and Actually, Elaine, we got gold on our books this year. JC should have gotten gold, but. JC got gold. Source JC got gold, yeah. got got gold <laughs> in our book. She got <laughs> robbed. Literally by one point. One point. She got gold in our hearts, okay? And <laughs> Lexi and JC are also going to be um, receiving their state degrees, which oh, is super that. duper exciting. Um, we had two <laughs> recipients last year and two more this year. We'll have a lot next year, hopefully. Jeez. So, yeah, this is going to be a really memorable state convention. I, I have something else to add. Okay, you didn't have to, like... What? <laughs> Sorry. Go. Uh, I also get to find out if, since I am a FFA state officer candidate, if I am even still in the running, which we'll see. That's it. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> you can cut that. Um, swap day is coming up. Outdoor Powers contest is tomorrow. Swap day is basically um, where we bring our parents in, and they are students. May 12. It's the day after Prom and yeah, that's true. I forgot about yep. it. After I here, hold yeah, on. Yeah, it's the day after Carmel. Carmel is May 11th. Isn't it always though? No, last, last year, year. No. Was it? I think last year. 
We didn't have it at the beginning of the year last year. No, we year. had it like three weeks before. Yeah, but it was like it was like a week. Yeah. It was the week after Farm on the Lawn because we had something else. Yeah. Huh? Cook food and like take money. Oh. I want to do it. Yeah. Wait. Yes, yeah. I want to do it. I think that's um, a good turnout. Yeah, swap day is basically where we bring in our parents and they become students for the day. And it's very fun. FA hosts a big lunch outdoors. Um, it's a good time. We always have fun. It's always great. Um, I remember me and Elaine's, <laughs> both our moms came last year and we were doing welding in the shop. And I've never been more embarrassed in my life. <laughs> Yeah, it was terrible. We Please don't let me weld in front of my dad. Livestock. Please. There's, or my mom. There's, there's a reason me. why me and Elena are in livestock. <laughs> yeah. Um, after powers contest tomorrow, wishing our team luck. Um, FFA camp is in June, and fair is in July. I just felt like adding those in. They're not really... They'll be here before we know it. Yeah, they will be yeah, here before they know it. Yeah, will be here, like, within... Yeah. What feels like a month. I was going to say, within a few months. <laughs> okay. Jeez, that's... So that concludes the FFA update. Moving on to our topic of the day. Somebody introduce it. Oh, you can't, can't do, do that. that can't that. do that. Drum roll, Drum roll please. Ba -da -da -da. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was going to say, there are <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> nope, not that one. You don't see the <laughs> thing where, like in the Griswolds where they. <laughs> No, okay, this is, this is the best one. Okay, okay say it again. And moving on to our topic for the week. How educated is the local consumer? Woo! So I, I kind of, I was kind of waiting to do it until after you said how educated. <laughs> and I forgot that I had to do it before, so I was like, oh yeah. So, um, this question doesn't just stem from our curiosity, but it also stems from a project meaning Lane did. Um, for Ag Science Fair, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I want to start off by um, having each of us try and kind of answer this in our own words, kind of making a prediction before we um, look at the data. I won't make a prediction because I already know the data, but I want you three too. Um, well, I guess I'll go first, but I think, honestly, from what I've been hearing like around, people have been asking a lot of questions about what stuff was. But I would like to think it's above 50. But I don't want to say it's above 50. Yeah, but so, I'm going to go for a good 58. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, I want to point out that we are a fairly we are rural commu community. Um, oh, wait, even no, though we do have some, terrible now. <laughs> some urban areas. <laughs> I, no, can I change my answer? <laughs> some <laughs> urban areas. <laughs> but there it. are... Like, I think there is always going to be a disconnect, but I think we're just look. I'm looking for a percentage estimation of how big that gap is. Like, how educated is our consumer on a scale of, like, 1 to 100%. Okay, I, I say a good 78. Okay. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> it was not a joke. <laughs> Or not, that was perfect. It wasn't. I meant to do this one. <laughs> okay, Jason, go. Please just leave that in the show. That was great. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say it was probably pretty high, like going solid 65%, but it's based off of cuts of meat, so 
Okay, now the 58 time. sounds fine. <laughs> Poppy can't make up her mind. At the same time, I don't know. <coughs> I would say people know animals more than they can like look at a cut of meat and say. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. fair. And all that's right. I'll talk I hope about they know the difference between a chicken and a cow. I mean, I'll I'll talk about the questions a bit more. It was very much like cuts and um, identification, less like. Oh, is this a cow or a goat? And it's a picture of a cow. Like it wasn't. We weren't making it that easy. We're talking about consumers, so we don't want to say like, is like where does milk come from? It's more of a like, if you see this in the grocery store, do you know what like animal this came from? Yeah, where and what it came from? You know, plus where? Like where on the animal and which animal? Okay. Oh, touche. Okay, Lexi? Okay. Uh, what? Make your oh, prediction. yeah. <laughs> so, I would love to think that our local consumers are fairly highly educated on meat and stuff, but I honestly don't have that much faith. That's what I was like. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably, like... Pop has full faith. 78. I'm going to go with like a 45-ish because I feel like we're a little under the 50. (laughs) I kind of did that on purpose too, but I I really do think it's like a 40-ish percent. I'm going to get into the background of this um, question real quick. Meany Lane did an act science fair project. It wasn't chosen. We don't have any complaints about it. It's really not that big of a deal. Um, it, it It wasn't chosen. Which is fine with us. <coughs> oh, sorry. Um, so, before we talk about the question as much, let's define what Ag Science Fair is. We've all heard of a science fair. At least I hope we've all heard of a science fair no, before. No, I don't know what is that. So, um, Poppy put the actual definition in here. So, if she wants to read it, I'm all for it. Okay. You got to state where you're getting this yeah. information. Yeah. I got it from OhioFFA.org. And so the definition, the, uh, wait, yeah, yeah. Yep. So the definition is the Ohio FFA, uh, oh, our guy. So, so this is, oh, ag guy? Agri science? Agra science. Agra science. Like okay. agriculture. Agra science. Oh, okay. Like um, agribusiness. Sorry, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I always said ag science. Okay. Well, yeah, I got it from OhioFFA.org, and the definition is the Ohio FFA Agar Science Fair. <laughs> Agra. Agra. Say agriculture. Agriculture. There you go. Now take out the Big. culture. <laughs> and it's her science. I love okay. just the pause. She's like, or agar if science. you say like the definition of ag science fair, you don't have to say that part because you just said oh. that ag science fair. Oh, you're right. Take so this, out. just say this is from Ohio FFA. No, not all. Just okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll reiterate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. That was bothering me. <laughs> I hate the sound of the keys going through the headphones. Okay. Grammatical errors, guys. (sighs) Grammatical errors. It's going in the bloopers. (laughs) Alright. A lot of them. 
So I got this from OhioFFA.org, and the Ag Science Fair is a fair that recognizes students who gain uh, like hands-on experiences agriculture. They do research on it, and students use the scientific method to solve complex problems related to agriculture and natural resources. Okay. Science Fair is open to the seventh through the twelfth grade. The fair recognizes students who gain hands-on experience in agricultural research. Students use the me scientific method to solve complex problems related to agriculture, food, and natural resources. The Ohio FFA Agri-Science Fair is open to all 7th through 12th grade Ohio FFA members. Woohoo! <laughs> I'm going to edit that. Okay, so I think we talked about yeah. our guesses. I think we talked about our... These are the questions we asked, and these are the options we gave them. So the first one, two, three, four, five, all had the same list of answers. You could either choose cattle, hog, sheep, or goat. Um, and it was basically a photo of either a wholesale or commercial cut saying, which animal did this cut come from? The first one was a pork chop and the results were 23 people cattle, 65 hog, 9 sheep, and 4 goat. Oh my. The next cut was um, steak, <laughs> 96 said cattle, only oh, 3 said hogs, one. only 2 said sheep, and no one chose goat. Thank um, the next That's cut bad. was a brisket, 36 said cattle, 15 said hogs, 29 said sheep and 21 said what? goat. So that was a pretty even split very between spread sheep out. and goat. My 45% um, is looking pretty good. My 58 doesn't sound bad. <laughs> um, the next was um, a commercial cut. It was it was um, was it like a plate of bacon or something? And they of the 101 people that were surveyed, every one of them knew what bacon was. Oh, well, that's, 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 that's good. a solid, yeah, that's a solid. Like, like I doesn't know what bacon was. I eat bacon bits all the time. <laughs> just, Let's just keep going. The bacon, and I think, I really think this, I really think it'll surprise you. The bacon okay. is a little bit redeeming. Um, What's bacon? It was, another, this was another com commercial cut, and it was sausage. 47 said cattle, 48 said hogs, 2 said sheep, and 4 said goat. Um, so there was a pretty even split between cattle and hogs, which is what most of them were. Um, yeah. The next one was lamb chops. I don't remember if they were cooked or if it was just the cut. Um, 16 said cattle, 5 said hog, 77 said sheep, and 3 said goat. I actually thought that was going to be a harder one. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like lamb chop isn't something that people usually see very often. Yeah. Like, it's not as I think as lamb chop, like, if you look at it, I feel like people would yeah. know what it is. Because it's normally, well, like, a well-known, like, fancy dish. Yeah. Because it has its own, like, cuts and everything. But I would say that yeah, about anything. So it's not as popular, though. It's not as popular. That kind of ends the just, like, large thing. animal um, identification if, of cuts. She then, we move, then we move on to... Um, our options being rabbit, chicken, or turkey. I was going to say, you um, should have thrown chicken in there just to make things interesting. No, we were trying to keep it realistic. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so Sausage comes from chicken. The first one was a rabbit carcass. 95 people actually figured out that it was rabbit. Four of them thought it was chicken, and the other one yeah, thought was it was um, a turkey. Um, honestly, 
I don't think a rabbit carcass looks that similar to turkey or chicken. Like, when you really yeah. look at it, it's a lot darker meat. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the main giveaway, and I think most people figure that out. Um, what animal does this cut come from? It was a picture of a chicken breast. Uh, 98 people said chicken, and two said turkey. Which, I mean, okay. it could, yeah. I yeah. mean, a chicken and a turkey breast, like, in a photo, probably look very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than size. Yeah. Um, the next question was, what species does pork come from? 100 said hogs, and one singular person said cattle. Oh, <laughs> one person. Okay, well, at the, least uh, the 100 got That's it up. the one person that is bringing my 48 <laughs> to life. The question was, what species does beef come from? Everyone said cattle. There was um, no other um, results. Um, this one was a really hard one. Was what species does veal come from? And the options were cattle, hog, sheep, or goat. Um, this was kind of a rough one. So really? if anybody knows what, can anybody tell me what veal is? Like what species it comes from? Lamb. No, false. that's all, that's 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 not true. That's false. It comes that's from what beef. Came from. Oh, then I wouldn't uh, even know that. I, I, yeah, for some reason, 40, I thought deer. I don't think 40, I've ever had veal before. I haven't. I've never um, even actually, really heard of it. 40, 40 That's coming from a really 40 weird people, 40 right. people um, got it right. Um, that wasn't our highest, though. Sheep with 48 votes had it, and goat had 13, which I don't think many people have really heard of veal. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it. I, really, At least I maybe thought not veal me. was a lamb thing. thing. Like, I had heard of it, but I've never, like, seen it or tasted it. Like, I, I, I knew about it. Like, I've, I've heard the word before, but, like, I really never, like, connected the dots. Um, I'm going to edit what last, I said. And our last question was, which animal produces the most milk quantity in the U.S.? Um, and our options were cattle, goat, or bison. One person voted for bison. There's not much bison milk around. Um, seven people voted for goat. And 93 voted for cattle. And with all of this in mind, our um, total percentage, I kind of want to wait till Lexi comes back because this is just going to knock her. <laughs> this she'll, is going to shock her. Been gone for a while. Um, what were we? It was like 75% or something. I was closest. I said 78. You've been going between 58 and 78 this you know whole what? time. No, I, I said just 65. Like, I, I believe it was really close to 70. It was really close. It was 73%. Yeah. 75. So, huh. 73%. She was the closest. So, mm-hmm. JC takes it. What do you... Um, wait. I said 65. Well, competition. I said 70. Um, Elaine, is there anything you'd like I'm to add away. from like, either our conclusion wait, no, or just the away. research process? The first time you said... Yeah, and then I changed it. Hey! Okay, That's well, the top two missed morning. questions were what species does veal come from and which animal does... The commercial cut of meat come from and it was a picture of sausage those were the top two missed questions within our um survey and um so our our conclusion for was for it was that the data shows that although the local consumer is well educated about the commercial and wholesale cuts they see in the store there are often times when the products are mistaken for other cuts when not properly labeled to conclude, as an industry, it is our job to ensure that the products being consumed are properly labeled with type of meat and how it was raised along with any other important information. Yeah, so that was, that was our conclusion right there. Um, I'm just, I'm curious, were you guys surprised that um, 
Yeah. Br- Brookville consumers were that educated? I mean, we're a rural community. Community. Yeah. So, and I mean, I kind of I mean, expected I it. But people, at the same time, I know some people here. I so do think, like, I mean, people go grocery shopping enough to be able to look at yeah. meat and know what they're buying for the most part, I think. And there is one more thing. A lot of that um, survey was um, a lot of the people. So everyone that was surveyed were staff students and parents of Brookville High School. So we didn't necessarily reach out to the entire community, but what, who we could get a hold of. Um, 101 people answered the survey. So, yeah, I think that's a great question, how educated is our local consumer. Um, and I'd say pretty okay. Yeah, and that was just kind of a little bit for me and Elaine to show off our research. <laughs> you know what? Since it's not being shown for her, but I think it's good on here. I'm yeah, not going to put that in there. But don't put that in there. I was gonna add I think it's I think it's a good thing that the numbers on that were so high because I think coming in you kind of think oh people don't know anything about agriculture and they're not educated at all so saying that the numbers are good is a good thing for us showing people that hey some people are educated in how this stuff happens I am so glad you said well that said. because I was going to point out, um, we're going to talk here in a minute about common misconceptions yeah, in agriculture. Like negative stuff. But I mean, that goes both ways. It's not just um, people outside of agriculture um, being like, oh, people in ag are terrible. Um, there's also that misconception that like, oh, the consumer's stupid. Yeah. Like from inside agriculture. And I mean, that was that was harsh. <laughs> yeah. That, that was harsh. Really Maybe hard. not like the way I said it, but it's just that like, how everyone uh, yeah Yeah. it's this whole it's just kind of this misconception that the consumer doesn't know um enough or like the consumer isn't the consumer isn't educated and i think our research really kind of disputes that um at least in our area that i mean for the small community that we are we are rural and we are still very much educated on what we're buying as consumers. So I think that was interesting. Do not put the consumers, consumers are stupid. stupid. <laughs> Title of this podcast. Consumers, consumers are, are stupid. stupid. <laughs> um, so I said we were going to get into common misconceptions in ag in just a minute. So let's go ahead and move on if nobody has anything else to add. Pop. You okay? <laughs> <Served> my finger. <laughs> I had to be quiet, so I was like, just <laughs> like over there, he's screaming, and I'm like, that's so fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, my lip hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You only look sorry. I want to talk to your boyfriend about that. Well, not me. <laughs> All right. Common misconceptions in agriculture. What's a common misconception? Like what? What's a common misconception in ag? Give, give me an example. They're that right in front of you. Animal welfare and treatment. Wow, Elaine, you decided Lane. to talk. Thanks for joining the conversation. Idiot. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> <laughs> was a joke. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Wow. Mr. Wright, you what? know Elaine uh, called me ugly last night? She did no, not. No, 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 she did not. We have a good no, Poppy set herself up for this. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, we gotta pause recording for a second. 
No, leave we it can't. We have to. Yeah, we'll just on. cut it out. It's fine. We gotta cut it out. Okay, so we went out to dinner last night, and um, <laughs> and Poppy no, was so running late. Bryce showed up to my house, and Poppy was already at my house, and Bryce like kept talking to us, and we couldn't leave. So, so Mandalayan was just chill at my house. So I was, because we were supposed to meet at 6 o'clock because we were going to the village inn. So uh, we wanted to leave at a decent why, why time. Why did we meet at your house? The village oh, no, Elaine drove to my house. I just <laughs> drove to her house. So I drove. We were supposed to meet at 6. I got we there at 6 o'clock. I came in there at 6.10. And I wasn't <laughs> even, and then Poppy texts, in ring the well, it's because Leah was doing her stuff in the bar, and I was just like, okay, Leah, what was she going to wait? She was cleaning she's out cleaning, these pins. She's cleaning these pins. Hold up. Let me read these text messages, because... <laughs> so, obviously, as me, Elaine was blank. So when well, hold up, because Poppy said... Well, Morgan sent a quote from what Poppy said, because I said... Because um, I was driving She there, said, so we're going to be late, and I said, when you say late, do you mean tomorrow? Because it was like, it was <laughs> a good amount of time. <laughs> and I texted back, like, look, we'll be, I said, we had some holdups. Pop. <laughs> and Elaine says, was it Pop? I bet it was. <laughs> and, and I quoted her, because Poppy's like, tell her, say better. This is where, this is where it happened. Poppy told me to send better late than ugly. And I said, is she the ugly one? <laughs> <laughs> That's below the knees, Elaine. That hurt. I laughed when I like read it on my phone. That she was on the came across. <laughs> it was so fast. Was, like chilling in Elaine's car. She, she, was, even, well, I was, she was doing her mascara and then she finished her mascara. Because I wasn't even fully dressed, I didn't even get a change the laundry like, or feet she around. She didn't even hesitate hand. either. Like I sent it, it at six eleven and she replied at six eleven. Yeah, she was waiting on you guys to answer me. Well, it took too long. Ridiculous. Whatever. Okay. Common misconceptions in agriculture. Um, I'd say a good common misconception is animal welfare and treatment. Wonderful. There's three there. There's another one I'd say is pollution. JC, what's the last one? Pretty big one is um, hit him with it. <laughs> is um profit. So people kind of think that. Farmers take away either the same or more than what they pay, what people pay for in the store. Yeah, that's a big one. So we'll start Calm at the beginning. Animal welfare slash treatment. And me and Lexi were having a conversation about this before we really started recording. And, ooh, it was hot and heavy. <laughs> we were, um, we were getting at it. And I think the main thing was this conception that, like, you two are so immature. It's ridiculous. <laughs> they were seriously getting out it. I thought there was about to be a fight. I was, Mr. Bronner, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Morgan started it. <laughs> no, yeah. I did not. I never do. That's why Lexi got called out into the office. <laughs> Morgan threw the first punch. <laughs> this is the real reason she showed her hands. Okay, let's go. Um, animal welfare and treatment. I think that's a that's probably the most well known misconception in agriculture, is that um, the livestock we raise is um, mistreated. mistreated. Um, I mean, JC, your family um, 
has um, cattle, a cattle and hog operation. Are there like, have you ever had to like deal with Peter or something? <laughs> Let's not get into that. Let's not get into no, that I'm conversation. Kidding. Um, it, but is there like? But you guys comply with a lot, right? I mean, there's a lot of boxes you have to check in terms of yeah. husbandry and, and manure management and things like that with livestock. So yeah, that's why we were late. We were cleaning up directly room. with them, but yeah, manure. There's yeah. A lot of those regulations are put in place because of oh my gosh talks with PETA and so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's. A lot of um, people may um, believe that, like, the fair and... He's taking your phone call right now. I'm really trying to, like, connect, like, the fair and, um, like, the animal stuff. Because I know uh, some people think, like, they could be, like, badly treated. <laughs> well, have you guys seen the stuff. trend going around um, TikTok right now where it's, like... Um, it's like that really weird voice and it's like um you treat them you raise them and they're still idiots not that one (laughs) (laughs) no it's the one it's like the automated voice that like you can put on your videos um but it's like um i can't think of what it's actually saying i'm sorry you should be i'm just joking it's basically like um the kids the, the kids in the alien stop shaking get your shirt and his paypal hey okay go on i need to buy something See, that was very important. We didn't need them knowing his PayPal account. You literally had your finger like inches from my face. So you let it, so you wanted to hear it, is what I'm saying. Well, we got it on video recording. (laughs) I need to buy something, so I'm gonna go for it. I can't, there's no, I didn't, I just said PayPal account information. Says who? Says me. Okay. You can access my PayPal account simply by me saying PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> PayPal needs to step up. Me and Lane are like Miss Lopin was talking okay. about that like. Well, most of um, Lane. That like AI. <laughs> Lane. Information about anything. Chad, Chad, yeah, she was talking about that today. She, <laughs> she was like, I just remember in the meeting, <laughs> I put Miss Garth's name into the um, thing and like who is like Jennifer Garst. And, like, as soon as she did it, um, Mr. Caudell, like, walked around. He's like, don't put any (laughs) personal information. Ms. Garst looked at her like, what is wrong with you? I was sitting next to Mrs. Garst when it happened. She was was just telling everybody about it. She's like, I felt so bad after that. But, (sighs) what are we talking about? Never mind. Animal welfare. Animal welfare. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, No, this (laughs) tick... This TikTok trend, um, where it's like the kids of the livestock industry um, are seen to society as outcasts for wanting yes, to I saw that. befriend animals. Oh and yeah, I've seen sh- that. Spending so much time with an animal that they're ruthlessly gonna kill or some like it's something really yeah. ridiculous, harsh. But like then it goes on and it's like, but the 
these kids spend time with these animals and not only are they their pets but they are their friends and that I mean that really speak like, you talked about connecting it to fair and I think that does a really good yeah. job that was a really crappy interpretation of it but um I love like, my animals yeah like, like you I, really have a connection with your animals I love my animals Elaine I will go I in there. I will go over this table. Like, I spend my whole summer. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we spend, like, four, three to four months, four to five months with these animals. Every out single of the year. day. Every year. Every year for, like, every day. Like, my summers consist of waking up. Working walking, animals. Yeah. Working animals. Feeding animals. Like these going inside. Yeah. Finally getting dressed. <laughs> it's not like these animals are like, like not getting any PJs. attention. Not getting personal opinion. Like I coming can, coming from my farm specifically, our animals that we raise for 4-H and fair and FFA and stuff, I don't want to say are treated better, but they get more attention than those that are just in the. And I mean. They have a great life. Yeah, and I get. Psalms. I, I. That's a that's a fair point. Like like for like there is a difference between forage yeah. animals and commercial animals. Yeah. There is there is a difference, and it's not yeah. that. Like, it's just fair com- animals are necessarily quote unquote treated better, better. but they are a higher quality of animal, and the your work like you have to work with these animals every day. Like, um, you can't. They're hard to compare. Are you on the phone? I'm not to interrupt you guys. <laughs> they're hard to compare because they're so they're different. Not, they are different. They're not. It's not this like end goal of like oh money. Someone like yeah. It's getting not it out oh to money. It's oh experience. It's yeah. not like like we're we're doing it to win awards and to better ourselves as and, like you're not going to fair and a show and, like, and just like eh, I'm gonna make a quick like. 200 off this one yeah. steer like if you're doing it for commercial you're not you're not focusing your time on one steer you're focusing on the majority yeah, that's and you're gonna have more losses and you're gonna have um more gain a bigger bill build a pet pay but the treat like the quality of life of those animals is really it's not different not different one thing i think that jc was alluding to a minute ago was about like um profit how prof how people kind of view farmers as greedy yeah and something i like to talk about especially like with eighth grade when they why don't you just come over here well, you can, just you can, can hear them you can hear them pretty well students, uh that have that have limited agriculture experience is like healthy animals are profitable right so like to take care of your livestock means you're getting you're profit going off to be it. running a better business so if you're going to like intentionally neglect or do something that would be harmful to the welfare of your animal you're directly affecting your bottom line your payday you know? your payday yeah. is gonna right. drop mm-hmm. make a lot of hay for a little bit Poppy, you're gonna get, you're gonna be the reason we get copyrighted <laughs> Not done. I'm better. We are. Uh, we already are. So I, I better start now. If we get copyrighted for that, Carrie Underwood does. Carrie Underwood's not gonna listen to this. It's okay. Hey. Well, but somebody <laughs> might tell Carrie Underwood that. I'm not uh, sure anyone listens. I tried to DM her already. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Did you say you really helped me through my hard times? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elaine's done it too. That's how she knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how she knows what I sent. Yeah. They 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 sent them together. Same time. 
Yeah, we were actually together, um, you know, right after all the emotional times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is there anything else we want to add? I want to talk about the, like, um, misconception that, like, even small farmers neglect their animals. Like, when they're, it's more of, like, their pets, like a breeding operation, that they're neglected because they're not looking for that final payday. And, but I mean, even to produce. My nose is Well, what I was trying to get at was, like, I, I grew up around a commercial farm. We have about 500 hogs at a time, probably about 100 cattle at a time. That's a lot of bacon. And, like, I don't. I don't have a relationship with those animals. Like, I can walk out and I can see them and I can say, hey, there's some pigs. I get my 4-H animals and I, like, give them names and I spend every day with them. And hey, I you want a marshmallow? Them and, yeah, feed them Oreos. And <laughs> but, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, affect the, like, how they are raised or what they... The end purpose is the same. Yeah. There are... Both... At some both, point or another, they're going on the In truck. both ways, they're treated great. They're sent off to the same place. They're same outcome. They're just te- they're just treated great in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the videos we watched this year in livestock. I want to talk about those. Oh yeah. That's what I. That's that's kind of what I was trying to like lead into. But I'm just gonna go out and say it. Like the, the, what were those people called that we watched? The um, animal cruelty videos we watched in livestock class. What were those? Uh, we watched. Um, I think it's something Federation. Oh gosh. Well. No, but like it was basically just this. What what was the one? Like they kidnapped a baby goat, and it was like screaming, and they're like, it's screaming because it's so happy to be free. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. All right, well, I think this is a good place to stop. (laughs) Not really, but we're stopping. Not really, but we gotta stop. Pause this. Cutting it off. How do I pause that? I don't want to ruin it. Starting from the beginning, we first talked about our FFA update, and then moved on to one of our. Two topics of the day, how educated is the local consumer? I um, talked about the background behind this question that me and Elaine did our Ag Science Fair project on it. I took um, the guesses around the table for um, how educated you think our local consumer is on a scale of one to 100%. Poppy's guess was, are you going with the 58 or 78? Her initial guess was... Her initial guess was 58. Then I changed it to 78. Then she changed it to to 78. So she has a range. (laughs) Um, JC, you went with... 65. Is your mic on? Yeah, it's on. Hmm. It's not very loud. Is the sensitivity on? What number are you? Two. Oh, no, don't try his quarter. It's working. It's up. We're good? Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway. So JC chose um, to go 65%, and Lexi had no faith in society. 48. And went with a good 48. Actually, a not good 48. And I reviewed the research um, and the results, and the... Um, how do I want to say this? The results of the um, 
survey showed that in Brookville, Ohio, of the staff students and parents of Brookville High School, well, Bro Brookville local schools, 73% um, of our community I'm just joking. is educated on um, production and consumption of cuts of meat. Like goods. The average. The average was 73 percent. That they got right. Yeah. Okay. So that was the average of the survey. Okay. I'm still going. I'm still going with my 48. You have no faith in society. No, you I just feel like like my cuts gosh. of meat. Like, like yes. she just hates okay. everyone. But well, I mean, think of how many moms go to the supermarket and are like, oh, I need some pork chops. There's Obviously, they're gonna know what a pork chop looks like. Yeah. Now you gotta. Now see if you it. ask them. Now you like, gotta see if it was the dads or the moms shopping. What? That like what? did or the dads or the moms that like filled out the survey. It doesn't matter. I feel it like a dad matter. would know like yeah. that's yeah. part. That would be like a sub. You'd be looking at subgroups. That would be subgroups. Yeah. We didn't take subgroups. Um, Maybe we had to do this in two days. <laughs> <laughs> Quit judging. <laughs> Something to look at for next year. Uh, do you? Do you think if you would have changed the subject of agriculture to something else, you would have had different GMOs? Things? I think we would have been... Well... Like, do you think that's the most... It depends what... section of agriculture? I sense? feel like if you changed to, like, forestry or something, I feel like that would be more difficult. I think we chose more of the production... I think that's an easy, um, easier topic to go off like, of. Like, yeah. they just more interactions with that than they are... Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. We chose... Yeah. We chose one that is a bit more um, local. No, no more Gen like more like, like well produce, more like producer to consumer um, things general. you would find in a grocery store if we can identify. It's like a broader like, subject. If we would have yeah. went like if we would have gone specific like, stuff, yeah, probably would have been a lot lower numbers. Yeah, I think if we would have just given them like a cut like a cut sheet and it's said like, like what you, yeah like um, <coughs> what is um, number one. We can have them do the graph that I we do for livestock. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a <laughs> lot harder. So that would not I get will right. say when it comes to like cuts of meat, so we sell um, we sell freezer beef, right? And when you order a quarter, you or a half or whatever it may be, you have to go through and select like, all right, I want uh, I want ribeyes, I want sirloins, yeah. I want uh, this roast, I want uh, you know an arm roast, um, and then you know I want this much ground into yeah and that's kind of what we focused on right. in our but what i'm saying survey. is like a lot of people that i that like purchase beef from us get like overwhelmed by that so i have a lot of people back what do i what do i do yeah i mean what do i do I had because one, a lot of people aren't familiar with specific cuts per se yeah we had two or rare like not rare but more um less common cuts yeah they're so. used to what they're used to more commercial cuts compared to quarter house well, sirloin yeah. burger that's like you know when it comes to cattle that's all they know right yeah cut, so. cut sheets are intimidating though like they can be if you don't well, like do that often that's the other thing that kind of goes along with it is you have to know where the cut is coming from like on the actual animal to know right. like kind of what yeah, what it's gonna taste like cut, and yeah. like the muscling so like when we get when we get our quarter done, like I pretty much just get all the steaks. You should have asked morning, this question. And then we were actually a, talking uh, about it, not in the summary. Nothing. It's recorded, Morgan. I will hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it wasn't bad. Calm we'll, down. We'll do like we'll do like the center section cuts. So we'll do T-bones, porterhouses, sirloins. But like arm steak, I don't want it. 
round steak, yeah. I don't want it. Turn it into hamburger. You know, I would just, and a lot of people, but, you know, we've talked about it in animal science and stuff like those are your locomotive muscles. They're going to be less tender. Whereas, you know, the, the typical person may be like, oh, it says steak. Must be a steak. Right? That's the thing, though, that I'm kind of trying to make, like, my point on. If you say sirloin, how many people are going to know where exactly that comes from on oh, the animal? Yeah, I think it would be very limited. Yeah. So, generally, yes, my 48 sounds low, but I've, I've got a reason. Yeah, which, I mean, we are a, um, yeah. we aren't, we aren't a urban community. Right. And I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second. So, like, do they need to know? It depends. I mean, do you, Depends like, where they're they, getting their meat from. We got yeah. two people in here, that, or three people in, in, on the podcast that drive a car, right? Do you know the how petroleum is harvested from the ground and turned into gasoline? They dig a bit huge hole and they get like a sucker thing just, in. Just, just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just imagine one of those little, like, <laughs> like the big hose thing. Like, like a yeah. baster. The yeah. baster. Like the little dropper thing. Just like fifty guys down this hole, <laughs> just sucking it out of there, putting it in a body on butter. Like that's poppies. It's like how they stole yeah. the minions. <laughs> In the, uh, which, which minion movie is that? I don't know. They just have fucked so, up the minions into the... <laughs> <laughs> they get an excavator. Yeah, there's an excavator involved. I'm sure of it, right? But, like, I we, don't don't know. Know, we don't know the everyday ins and outs of every part of our life. Like, I don't I feel like that's the reason some people do specialize in stuff. I, don't, I mean, I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent. But, I mean, there's a lot of stuff I come into contact with on a daily basis. I use wrenches all the time. I don't know how to make a wrench. You pour it into a mold. It's never pour it into a mold. You you it's melt never us. molten metal. Yes, you yeah. pour it into well, what a about mold. Like, but what about a but somebody who's very passionate about castings and molds and things like that? Wrenches. Like, you know, we might be like, ah, oh, you just throw it into a mold and it just turns into a wrench. You're like, what an idiot. There is so much more to it. I just that. said that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just said that. I know. But I, 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 Oh my god! I'm, I'm uneducated about molds and castings and all yeah. that stuff too. But I mean, if you're not uh, if you're not privy to it, if you're not we we have passion about agriculture because we live it. We're in it every day. We like it. You guys are involved in ag. You're in 4-H. You're in FA. You know you like it, obviously. So you're going to be more passionate about it. Yeah. But does the average consumer need? Well, it? I was thinking like if. Does it hurt for them not to know? Because then I was thinking of these videos of people when they take him to factories and they see how like food is made. Mm -hmm. But I would like, I love the food. And I saw like how hot dogs were made. I hated them. And like spam, I, I still can never eat spam. But it's just like, You just uh -uh. gotta look past it. Yeah. You've been eating it all your life. And I mean, you yet. but I mean, that's also education because if you, like when you really think about it, I mean, it looks gross. Right. But like when you think about it, it's really not that different than any At other. At the end of the day, we're consuming an animal mm. protein. Right. right. It's it's all the same. It's going the same place. It's yeah. made out of the same right. components. Well, um, my, uh, but I, so I'm playing devil's advocate there. I personally do think people need to be. I think that they should be. I think they should. I think they should. I think they need a basic <coughs> level. I don't think they need to know every little thing about yeah, every little thing. I think it's it should just be, this like have like a blind like, like aware like, of this. Like, I trust the farmer. They can do whatever they want, right? And as long as I get food coming to me, like I feel like that's a bad way to look at it. Yeah. But then at the same time, maybe 
maybe there has to be some trust between producers and consumers, and trust comes from education. Right, Un and like, you have to know. I would say I would say maybe uneducation is what I would be frustrated with most. Like you know how we just spew out random facts on our podcast here, right? <laughs> What do you mean? So, I, think, <laughs> I think I think I edited it out. It never happens. Jason's trying to say people, something. People like uh, I, I want to say the people that like complain about stuff are yeah. the people that aren't like they don't <laughs> put in the work to be educated, but then they still complain about it anyways. Right. When and they so don't know. so yeah. Guess, like, you could that have, was so loud. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, some substance to your argument, right? But if if you're just arguing with two things to argue, like, that's not the way to go about it. Right? I feel like anything that you are putting into your body, like whether it be has to be edible air food no. like just anything like, you can kind of compare that to food i mean you should know what I it mean, is that, and that where brings it's up the whole from. topic of do companies um gain from uneducated consumers oh, in that sure. sense but let's not get into that because that's a whole other topic i can relate to something i did today Oh my gosh. I brought oh no. in that Gatorade that was off brand and everyone like hated me and then they started reading like the nutrition label. There was no nutrition and it was like 78% sugar. My thing, uh, I think for me where it comes to is to just disconnect from agriculture. And I think it's more along the lines of, of the biggest fight right now we have in terms of agriculture is what technologies we're allowed to use, okay? So anytime you get pushback from the consumer, and ultimately the consumer votes, right? They vote with their dollar. If they want their food raised a certain way, they're just gonna not purchase the food that you're raising and go buy it that way, right? I mean, that's why GMO's a premium, organic's a premium, they vote with their dollar. Hey, I'm willing to pay more if you produce my food this way, right? So if everyone votes to say, hey, I want organic, we're gonna have to figure it out and switch for it. Now, but I guess my biggest issue is like when it comes to technology, every other sector of the whole world says, hey, let's use technology. We're here in the pool. Let's get every kid a laptop, right? We're, uh, we're in the manufacturing. Let's use robots and 3D printing and take advantage of every aspect of technology that we can. Here we are, officer team. We need a group me app, right? Like, let's take advantage a wonderful of example. Okay. Let's You you want me to eat this? I don't know. You want me to put this in my body? <laughs> right. How dare you? And yet medical is talking about microchips. Right. Or so, nanochips. So yeah, but my thing That's is like all these other okay. industries like, are encouraged to embrace technology and then and then agriculture is like, wait a second, you guys should just be using a horse plow. I feel like I feel like Go medical and agriculture are very similar in the um advancements in technology they have yeah. and yet one gets hated for using those advancements and the other one is quote-unquote saving lives yeah kind of put up on a pedestal right so i don't know i guess and not all technology is good right i mean so in the grand scheme of things gmos in high production crops like corn and soybeans have really only been around for gmos and and like the benefits of them so like life safe tolerance aka roundup ready stuff uh, whatever have only been around since like mid 2000s so we're talking a short snapshot like we don't know the long range and we're never going to know it until we do it right and start figuring out so it's a learning curve and maybe that technology is not what we need but we're going to learn from that and this is the next next technology so yeah well that was a wonderful summary that 
part of it we hadn't even talked about yet. So wonderful. I was about to say, I wouldn't call it a summer. <laughs> um, yeah, we may have to so restart we kind of oh. moved into, we kind of pointed out the idea of common misconceptions in agriculture when I talked about um, medical versus agricultural industry, um, how they're similar in their advancements and yet completely different in the way they're viewed. Um, the other misconceptions we talked about um, in this episode are... So you say that, FDA and USDA are like best friends. So Food and Drug Administration and the United States, mm -hmm. so they, they all go together. a lot of the same stuff, so mm -hmm. it's cool that you've made that connection like, hey, we, we're basically the same, why do we get treated differently? Which I mean, I guess that's not entirely true. They both get hate for different things. Like when the COVID vaccine came out, it was this freak out because it hadn't been researched for long enough. But it was still this huge advancement that so many people took advantage of. Mm -hmm. And we're like, this is great. We're solving a crisis. Mm -hmm. But GMOs were um, solving this issue of um, hunger. And no, 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 I don't want to put that in my body. That's there's not there's not enough good science behind it to um, make me want to put this in my body. And yet you go and get the well, a vaccine that's been that's painting with a broad brush and saying like right. But I mean, it's very like it's very much that like give and take. Oh, COVID nineteen and yeah, it's like tap for more information about COVID. Well, maybe it's because... Which we are not doctors or educated high school students. In we don't even have high school degrees. <laughs> maybe it's because... Well, you do. One of the, <laughs> I want to point out, hopefully. our teacher does have a high school degree. I don't know. I've never right. seen it. <laughs> maybe it's because one will kill you fast and one will kill you slow. Do you, right, if you get okay. severely sick, now you'll you're die getting, fast. Now, now you're getting too far. Conspiracy theories. Um, we're we're reached, not a conspiracy podcast. We never we've will be. We've reached that level of the podcast. Guys, what do we think about the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into the missing yeah. airplanes so, theories. Animal welfare and treatment. We talked a lot about that. Um, JC <laughs> really got into that one. She actually really... Um, Got on to both the misconceptions we talked about the most in this podcast, which are animal welfare slash treatment and um, farmer profit versus um, store profit. So I'm going to let you kind of summarize what you talked about, if you can remember, because this was like a day or two ago. I know you talked, I know we talked about like right, animal rights versus welfare yeah. a lot, and that's kind of where we made that. Um, misconception that um, livestock are treated poorly. poorly and that commercial livestock is treated are, are mistreated Awful. because they're housed in confinement and we talked a lot about hogs when it came to that and then profit I can't really remember what we talked about necessarily I think you took the I know you took the lead on it but I can't quite remember what you were I think the biggest thing we touched on, Mr. Wright pulled up a few statistics on the um, farmer profit versus the um, sales profit, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's the word. 
Um, we talked about Ukraine a lot. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, Ukraine's a great example at the moment. No, I'm not saying... Yeah. Uh, I'm just like... <coughs> we did. Pointing out the fact yeah. that we did talk about Ukraine quite a bit and used it as our prime example of what we produce versus what other countries yeah. produce and how comparison. that's going to affect the the market the world yeah the market <coughs> yeah well we all got really quiet for that one after like hey pete hey pete, pete. oh my pete. gosh we just named <laughs> up again pete. that sounds so much like her i don't say what you gonna do so we have it on recording. We yeah, can we'll go play back, back in both. <laughs> it's so strange seeing. Hey Pete, guess what? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, guess what? Too much. Ah! Do I? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said too much. What? He's giving me like not a good one, Pop. We gotta work on something better. Better than here. Yeah. That's that's. Pete, would you like to say hello to the podcast? You're in the uh, radio studio. Recording yeah. booth, yeah. yeah. In the center like, of the Would classroom. you like to say hi? Can give us a brief. <laughs> 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 give us a brief. I'm going to put that on the piece yeah, of the episode. Really Just hard. randomly stick that in <laughs> random places in the episode. <laughs> that's our new sound effect. That's getting dropped randomly in the episode. <laughs> that's a new sound effect, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so this should be fun. the unedited podcast. Video oh my gosh. Too. Yeah, it doesn't work though. <laughs> Dumb. <Wee! laughs> Did everybody else see Poppy jump though? Yeah. She jumped. <laughs> Love you, Pop. <laughs> okay. This needs to be the unedited. <laughs> just this, just we this do, day. Like, two separate ones where we put in the edited one and put in. The but it should just one. be the conclusion of the episode. It should just be yeah. today. Just be the. Um, yeah. So we <laughs> talked. We talked about the profit. Um, farmers versus um, the big guys like the like Kroger, Walmart, Meyer. Those. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> She's been so like absorbed with that pencil and just like in her own little poppy world. Pencil's bald. <laughs> <laughs> oh See, uh, that was a very scattered conclusion of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. As always, I'm Morgan. I'm Lexi. I'm JC. Bye dogs. It's Poppy. <laughs> I don't want to say bye to him. Can I just say yo dogs? Later dogs. Yeah, say later dogs. dogs. Peace uh, dogs. Peace dogs. So that was a very scattered conclusion, as I've said many times now. Um, that was very, as I've said very many times now. That was a very scattered conclusion of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, I'm Morgan. I'm Lexi. I'm JC. Later dogs. It's Poppy. And you're listening to Station, Station by the Farm. farm. See, that was way better, guys. Okay, let's cut that off before we... Mama, shit. That was really good. She was that the greatest. Yeah. I think we should just... It's going to take us all just three days of editing. <laughs>